Hey everybody, I just wanted to let you know you can follow me on Twitter at Still Podcast or on Instagram at Still Waiting underscore podcast. Or if you want to be featured on the show, maybe you want to leave a voice message, ask me a question, uh, give me a topic to talk about, you can go ahead and go to anchor.fm forward slash Ernie, E R N I E dash. Cornejo, C-O-R-N-E-J-O, or if you don't want to enter that address at all, you can just go to anchor.fm and look up Still Waiting Podcast. Enjoy the show. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Still Waiting Podcast. I am your host, Ernie C., and boy, am I recording late tonight. I had just got home from watching the Super Bowl. I was thinking about recording this earlier, but I was like, no, I want to talk the Super Bowl. And that's actually what I'm going to kick off the show with is, you know, my sports. But first, yeah, like, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know how to start this thing. But holy fuck, like, the Super Bowl was so fucking good. It was everything I was expecting it to be. It was a good defensive game a good uh moments of good offense like congratulations to the los angeles rams like i was i didn't know who to go for honestly like this was a super bowl where i could not pick a team i was just so happy tom brady wasn't there aaron Rodgers wasn't there um I mean, and certain teams like the Patriots, the, you know, the Tampa Bay Bucks, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Seattle Seahawks, it had two totally different teams and I was stumped. Like, congratulations to the Bengals though, because they, they put on a fucking show, like, especially defensively and they, they just were, it was an incredible game and I mean... I just knew it. I was like, as soon as the Rams had the ball uh, with like eight minutes left, I was like, they are going to drag this fucking out. And hope, uh, maybe score. Like, I'm, I'm actually, found, I just found out over the last couple months, I was like, man, I'm a huge fan of this Cooper Cup guy. He's just so well composed. He has it together. He has his shit together. He's a handsome dude. And he's fucking setting records like he's made the most catches this season he's made the most or had the most receiving yards i think even like he was setting records in the postseason the guy is a phenomenal wide receiver and i was like okay they haven't been going to him the entire game like they they got like one touchdown with him uh within the first i think the first quarter the first or second quarter i don't remember but, like, that was, like, the only time that they actually went to him. And, of course, they drug out that last drive to give it to him again. I mean, I don't know. The guy's an incredible route runner. Uh, he's obviously good with his hands, ladies. Um, um, he he is an incredible wide receiver. He's, like, he's become one of my favorite players to watch in the NFL. But... Hats off to the Rams. You know, they fucking pulled it off the second year in a row where they won at home. And, I mean, last year was a shock to the entire world where Tom Brady and the Bucks won in Tampa. 
And this year, I was thinking, I was like, they, it, it can't happen again. I, that's where I, that's why I was kind of rooting against them because I was like, don't do that shit again. Come on, let the Bengals have it. Let Joe Burrow have it. Uh, but like, there was there were so many things to weigh in here. Like freaking Matt Stafford, who's been in the league for twelve, no, thirteen years, was with a shit franchise known as the Detroit Lions, and even played backup one of those years. And he finally gets traded to the Rams this year, and he fucking wins the Super Bowl. Like, the city of Detroit should be losing their goddamn minds and be celebrating him because the guy got away from your shit city and won, made something of himself, <laughs> you know? So he's probably still got the heart of a lion considering he's been there for the past, you know, 13 years. And then, you know, it, it was time to move on. Get Jared Goff over there. Get Matt Stafford over on the west side over to L.A. And let him do his thing with good players. With fucking Odell Beckham. With Cooper Cup. With fucking... Who else? He had Sonny Mitchell. Sonny Michelle. I don't know how you say his name. Um, Who else? I mean... he's. I don't know. He's got great players on that team and then even an even better defense in Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Jalen Ramsey. Like they deserved it. Especially the way defense was playing. Holy shit. They they wanted to win, especially with that last Bengals drive. Man, I mean, that last play where it was fourth and one, Aaron Donald was looking to fucking crush Joe Burrow. And he almost got him, but it was an incomplete pass, and that was the Rams' victory right there. Oh, boy. But, again, congratulations to the Los Angeles Rams. You guys deserve it, even though you were the home team or te- in their state. And technically, they were the visiting team in their home arena, which was weird to me. Um, but, no, that was just a great game. And believe it or not, guys, I ended up – watching the Super Bowl halftime show. I remember in Angel's Corner a while back, he asked me about the Super Bowl halftime show, and I was not impressed because I was like, oh, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, uh, Eminem. And I was like, uh, you know, I know they'll play the classics. They have to play the classics. Come on. But it's just like, is it going to be a social justice thing? Is it going to be like, is anything going to be politicized in this game at all? And there were some subtle ones, subtle little uh, political things, but it was extremely subtle, especially with the commercials, which was a huge surprise because, I mean, for the last, I don't know, 10 years or so, the Super Bowl commercials have been dog shit. There might be one gem in the entire bunch every year that stands out. And there was maybe two this year. There were maybe two commercials this year. Um, the Alexa commercial with Scarlett Johansson and her boyfriend, like that was a funny commercial in a way, but it also tripped me out because I thought, I think what I got from it, because I could barely hear with my parents and my, you know, the stupid dog there, <laughs> um, because they, they talk amongst the commercials and which I love to do because I don't really care for commercials, but I was trying to listen to this one and it was funny from what I was hearing. But it almost sounds like Alexa can read your mind now. And if that doesn't freak anybody the fuck out, like, that's hats off to you. Because 
if Alexa's reading my mind, she'll call the cops. Like, this guy is sick, twisted, demented, and really all I'm doing is thinking of jokes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, no, it's just like, why the fuck would you want Alexa to read your mind? That is awful. Um, what other... Oh, it was the Liquid Death commercial, which was playing the Judas Priest song, Breaking the Law. Uh, that was a funny commercial because, you know, you had a pregnant woman drinking a liquid death. You had two, like two or three kids drinking liquid deaths. And, you know, if you don't know what liquid death is, it's just water, but it looks like it's in a beer can and it's good water, but it's, it is just water. Alicia made fun of me for the longest time for it because I ended up buying a case just to find out. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I didn't, I just to find out that there was really nothing special about it other than it's just water in a beer can or what looks like a beer can. Um, but yeah, those were the two commercials that really stood out to me, but back to the halftime show, I was impressed, you know, of course, Dr. Dre had to freaking open it up with what still D R E wait, no, no. He ended it with that. What the, what was the song? I don't remember. Forget about Dre. Is it? forget about Dre? Jesus Christ, Ernie. Like, yeah, that just shows you how much, how ignorant I am when it comes to hip hop. But he played that and he played, uh, what else did he play? He played California Love, of course, you know, they're in fucking LA. You have to play California Love. That is a classic. I remember being in fourth grade, watching MTV every morning before school just to hear that song. And that is a fucking classic. Um, so Dr. Dre tore it up and Snoop Dogg, of course, you know, that, that, those are, they're good performances, but I would never go out of my way to see them in person. Uh, then 50 Cent came out of nowhere and did his fucking in the club, which I hated that song so much as a teenager. I, I didn't really care for 50 Cent at all. I think over time I've kind of grown a little bit of a respect for him, but um, no, that was, oh, like, even though I hate the song and 50 Cent looks like he's chubbed up a little bit, he shouldn't have been hanging upside down <laughs> like he, like he did in the, in the club music video. Uh, I didn't know the Kendrick Lamar song. Honestly, I just, I, was, I thought he was going to play humble because that's a, that's the only song I know of Kendrick Lamar's. And Mary J. Blige played a classic. I don't remember what the name of the song was, but she sounded great. And Eminem, of course, fucking plays Lose Yourself. Lose Yourself. Out of all the songs, like, I did, I, I like old school Eminem. I, do, I haven't cared for the guy in, like, 15 years. Um, but he played the song that was played out <laughs> back in high school. And, of course, you know, the crowd still loses their mind for it. Uh, there was a meme, though, like, right after that, that Super Bowl halftime show, especially about that Eminem song, where it's just like, okay, Joe Burrow, if you're Joe Burrow or you're Matt Stafford, and you hear the fucking lose yourself halftime uh, in the halftime show, <laughs> like, the beginning, that's going to make you want to just start throwing Hail Marys and... <laughs> Like, you want to win the Super Bowl after hearing Lose Yourself. Um, but I don't know. I would have expected him to play, I don't know, 
Mm, never mind. I guess commercially it makes sense to play Lose Yourself, especially in the Super Bowl. I'm, t- I'm trying to think of a song that you could replace that song with, of Eminem's. But it's like, no. The other songs were a little bit more vulgar and depressing and, you know, crazy. Because old school Eminem was actually entertaining, but crazy back then. Uh, what else? What else happened in that fucking halftime show? Um, I don't remember, but... What I really loved about it, because I honestly thought they were going to do what, like, Beyonce, Bruno Mars, and I don't remember who else. They made it, They made a huge political statement at one of the Super Bowls, and I was like, ugh, lame. Fucking lame. And they didn't. Dr. Dre, I think, was like, yeah, I'm a fucking billionaire. Like, I'm not oppressed here, guys. Like, let's just fucking go out there and have fun. Let's, let's put on a performance. And not a social activist uh, thing. I don't know. <laughs> but that was, that was a huge plus. And I actually give props to any all the producers of that halftime show. All the, like, the writers. I mean, I don't know if you even have writers. Uh, just all the people that contributed to that halftime show. Because it was actually one of the more enjoyable halftime shows in recent memory. Because what you think? I'm thinking like Beyonce. She looked like she was fucking crazy. Uh, Lady Gaga was an idiot. Uh, Madonna, but Katy Perry with a shark or something. That was so stupid. Uh, but no, like there was no real. It I don't know. It was a beautiful stage setup, but it wasn't anything like extraordinary or over the top. So. Yeah, the halftime show was great for what it was. And the game was even better because that's what I was expecting out of two teams nobody expected to be in the Super Bowl at the beginning of the year. You're meet the Los Angeles Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals. You were thinking Tom Brady's coming back with for an eighth ring and maybe Patrick Mahomes, maybe Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. I don't know. You were thinking that. I was thinking that. I was like, uh, we're going to get another year fucking Tom Brady. And it's going to be, yeah, I don't know. But no. The end of this year, fucking Tom Brady retires. The Los Angeles Rams are the freaking Super Bowl champs. Patrick Mahomes wasn't even in it. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Is it the end of the world soon or something? Like, what is happening? I don't know. It's just, it's been a great, great day. Great uh, somewhat of a great weekend. Uh, it's been a killer. I don't like, I try not to talk about work anymore here on this fucking podcast, but it was kind of a beautiful last few days because a similar, uh, a certain cunt that I talk about on this show on occasion was gone for the last few days. And it was beautiful. I think even my boss noticed that the atmosphere at work was like, we wanted to do cartwheels. So, I don't know. Hopefully they'll investigate it soon (laughs) and we'll get that guy out of there because he is a legit cancer, legit cancer in our department. Um, what else did I want to talk about? I mean, I don't really have much to talk about. I don't even have notes going into this week, guys. Like this is all improvised shit that's off the top of my head. I thought I was going to have stuff to talk about. I even had like 
like a certain title I was going to talk about or a certain yeah title I was going to name this, but I threw that out for now. I think I'm going to do it next week. We'll see. But since, you know, I got another few minutes left before we get into Angel's Corner, I wanted to talk about Valentine's Day because I just realized Valentine's Day is tomorrow or today if you're looking since it's coming since the episode's coming out today. Um Yeah, so Valentine's Day. What the fuck was I going to talk about with Valentine's Day? Like, I have no fucking Valentine. For the last 15 years of my life, I've had a Valentine. And, you know, of course, a good chunk of that was my ex-wife. And I would spend every fucking Valentine's Day on getting her gifts, on getting her stuff to really appreciate her. And, you know, of course, I do the sappy love story on social media. And now I'm at the point in my life where, like, I am so glad I don't have to do that shit anymore. (laughs) Like, that's her other boyfriend's problem now. I don't know. But (laughs) if he even does that sappy shit, he might be a real man other than me. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm just a hopeless romantic over here, guys. But I don't have a Valentine's Day. Yet. <laughs> I think I, I am talking to somebody right now and I think we're we're probably gonna be each other's Valentines. But we just started talking. <laughs> but um No, I mean I was just thinking about that. I was thinking about that on the drive home. I was like, I have no Valentine and like I don't have to write a love story. I don't have to write. I don't have to send flowers. I don't have to buy a gift. I can save my money, kind of, even though I'm broke right now. Um, I, I don't know. It's almost liberating in a way. And I, you know, if you have a Valentine, great. I'm happy for you. Like, in celebration of the Rams winning the Super Bowl, you should go ram your Valentine or go. Rim your Valentine, if you want to do that, you know. I have nothing against rimming. It's a it's a treat, I'm sure. <laughs> but definitely go ram your Valentine. Ram them hard. Ram them along. Um, go buy them dinner first, of course. Uh, buy them flowers. Uh, but no, it's just... That's going to be the title. Ram your Valentine. Um... No, I was just thinking, like, I don't I don't have to worry about that shit, like, for a while. And e- even if I did, I'm definitely not going to be what I once was come Valentine's Day. Like, I'm de- I definitely don't have to worry about Valentine's Day this year, but say if I do have one next year, I'm just going to get him flowers and be like, hey, I'm glad you're in my life. Happy Valentine's Day. Maybe dinner later, maybe some sex. Maybe some, I don't know, Netflix and chill. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a blessing in a way. But, uh, I don't know. I just don't know what to think about Valentine's Day anymore. Other than, like, it's just, it's funny, to, like, in retrospect, what I was. Because I was, I was I'm a very, I, I like affection, guys. I like being happy with who, who with whoever I'm with and showing them that showing them that I love them. But then, you know, over time I've realized, especially with recent podcasts I've listened to, it's just like, 
who fucking cares about Valentine's Day? You mean you don't celebrate your love for your significant other on the other 364 days? Like, that's kind of dumb. But, <laughs> um, so yeah, going into the future, Ernie, you better listen to this episode next year. Just fucking buy them flowers, maybe take them out to dinner. Have a good night, of course, but don't don't be that guy. <laughs> don't be that guy where you're just like, oh man, my life has forever changed because of this one strong, independent woman and blah, 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 blah. Totally sucking their dicks. Um, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I just... I was just thinking about Valentine's on the way home, and I was just like, I'm glad I don't have to worry, and I'm glad I do not have to uh, be who I was. <laughs> and, and I mean, that's not shitting on anybody that's like that, because you should be able to show your, the love of your life, that love, on any other day of the, of the year. Um, you know, just do a random... If you want to do that sappy love story uh, post on your social medias like I did, like I used to, do it on any other day. You have, you know, make it, I don't know, June 14th or September 1st. Just, I don't know. You don't have to do it on Valentine's Day. You don't have to do it on anniversaries. You can just be like, hey, just... Here's a random shout out to this person because they, you know, love me for me and I love them for them and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, here, I feel like this, this uh, podcast is probably taking a, <laughs> like a depressing route. Uh, but no, I'm not depressed over here. It's just, uh, it's just, I'm just like thinking about what I was. Um. What else is there to talk about other than, you know, ramming your Valentine, the Super Bowl, and I don't remember if I talked about, I know I talked about the show last week, but I don't remember if I finished it or not, but I finished All of Us Are Dead, the Korean zombie show, and it was a great fucking show. It was, I mean, I think they left it open for a second season, which... I thought was kind of weird, considering um, the ending, but, or towards the end, what happened, Uh, because I kind of figured they were going to take that route in the first place, I felt like that was the only option, I mean, I'm not going to spoil anything for you guys, Um, but no, it was a great show, again, the women are gorgeous, even some of the men are handsome, I will say it again. Um, but it, it was a great, great show. I really, 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 really enjoyed it. I recommend it if you're into Koreans or if you're into zombies or if you're into both. Um, but, but something else Netflix is coming out with. I think I talked, yeah, I talked about on Angel's Corner last week is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I am so excited. My, the girl that I'm talking to. We have a date this coming Friday, but I'm also, I think I'm going to go see her tonight and hang out with her first for a little bit. Um, 
but we're going to go on a date on Friday night. And I told her about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie coming out that night. And she's like, oh, we should watch it. I'm like, but are we really going to have time? Because <laughs> we have all these other things going on. And she's like, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm like, yeah. But I am planning on watching it. Leatherface looks fucking dope as shit. I watched the trailer again, and <clears throat> it looks incredible. Uh, I mean, I'm not the biggest Leatherface fan. I'm not really a big Texas Chainsaw Massacre fan. But the new Netflix one, if it, I don't know if it's a movie or if it's a series. I think it's going to be a movie, but it looks dope as shit. Um, what else did I want to talk about, though? I was going to talk about, you know, my root canal, but, I, but nobody wants to hear about that shit. That was just a fucking three-hour procedure and $1,800 because, oh, God, I mean, I don't even want to get into that. That was unreal. I was so mad when I when they told me the bill at the end. I was like, wait, what? But I have insurance. What the fuck? Like, are you serious? Um, <laughs> But... Then I had to go get my car fixed because I actually didn't mention that on the podcast last week. Um, but my freaking lights went out and I thought it was a fuse and it wasn't. It turns out it was the switch and that also cost me some money. And I, I had just put money into my savings, not not even like 24 hours beforehand. And it turned out to be like the exact amount that I put into my savings. I was like, you son of a bitch. Uh, but I guess that's what savings are for, right? Rainy day funds. Uh, so yeah, Monday was a somewhat eventful day for me. Uh, we even did a little bit of a 5k walk while my car was getting fixed because I had nowhere to go. So I just went on a walk and ended up walking. I think legit it was a 5k. Um, but I... Listen to my podcast. I forgot to bring my earbuds, so I was like looking like a guy on a speakerphone listening to my podcast. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's basically my week. Um, just talking about, <laughs> just really, I just wanted to talk about the Super Bowl and, you know, doing freaky shit with your Valentine. Um, but I'm going to take a quick break. And then we will get into Angel's Corner. So I'll be right back. And I am back. How's it going? How, did you get a nice little break there for a second? Um, I did. Um, but here I am, ready to do Angel's Corner. Angel Banuelos. Banuelos, my main man. Um, just sends me some of the best questions. I actually read some of them. Over the weekend, I was just, I had to give him props. I was like, dude, these are great. These are fucking incredible. Uh, I can't wait to get to a certain one. But <laughs> uh, we let me just pull that up real quick. Thank you, Angel, again for sending the questions. And again, the offer stands. Help this guy out, by the way. Like, this guy needs your help to the maybe two listeners that listen to the show. <laughs> I don't know. Share this. Share the show on your social medias. Maybe, maybe there's some random stranger that just needs to hear my dumb voice talk about I don't, licking your Valentine's asshole or something. I don't know. Like they just they need to hear it. Uh, but anyway, share it. 
and get them to listen, and maybe they'll have a question for me. But let's get into Angel's Corner already, Ernie. Jesus. Um, let's see here. Oh, wow. He sent me quite a bit again. Uh, first question. Are you a jealous type when you are in a relationship? Um, I was, but not to, like, the extreme of, like, the guy that will cause a scene, make a scene with your significant other, but... I was more like the passive aggressive type, more just like the like, I I it would it would irk me a bit like if I saw a guy like checking out my girlfriend, my wife, or my ex wife, um, but it wouldn't like ruin my day. I think it'd be more like oh like whatever like, I'll try to like move past that or I was I, it was like it was just mainly passive aggressive statements, but not. I don't know. I can I can't really describe it, but I think that's something you have to grow out of and I I think I have because you know I, my ex-girlfriend my my you know my ex-girlfriend that I had at the start of the show um she I'm not I'm not this isn't a jab at my ex-wife or anything like that, but I think my ex-girlfriend was more attractive. And you know, she would get guys looking at her all the time and she would tell me certain situations where I wasn't with her and a guy was like, I don't know, making making eyes with her or like saying compliments to her. And she would tell me these things and it's just like in a in a sense it'd just be like, Well, why are you telling me this? But I was also kinda like, Yeah, whatever. Like, it's my girlfriend. Like I know she wouldn't do anything she wouldn't put herself in a position where she would cheat on me. I trusted her. So it was just kind of like, it just, you just like, well, whatever. I don't fucking care. Um, you know, and when you have something nice, you just sit there like, yeah, it's mine. It's not going anywhere. <clears throat> All right, next question. I think it's regarding the first question. If your girlfriend or wife wore some clothing that was very, very revealing, like a see through dress, would you be happy because it shows, uh, it shows you have an attractive girlfriend or wife or like, no, you are not going to wear that in public. If it's a see-through dress, I think I would have to say something. I mean, it wouldn't be, I would try not to like make her feel bad, but I'd almost be like, well, if the shoe, like, let's say I was, I went out fucking streaking and would you be mad? I, I would, I would expect my woman to be pissed. If I went streaking in broad daylight <laughs> and like, I don't know, it's just like, I'm not saying women can wear whatever the fuck they want. If they, it makes them feel good, like women should feel sexy. Women should make them uh, want to feel, should want to feel good about themselves. And if something like that makes them feel good about themselves, I don't know. It's just like, I, I could never see myself with a woman that would dress like that in the first place, but you know, a little cleavage. I mean, even even a good chunk, chunk of cleavage is okay to me. I don't care. Like, I, I mean, I'll look. Even if it's not my girlfriend, I'll look. <laughs> it's just a, a quick glance like, okay, spank bank. Uh, no, <laughs> you know, I'm a guy. You know, and that's what guys will do. And if a guy does that to my girlfriend, it's just going in his spank bank. I don't fucking care anymore. Um, but... I think I would have to say something though. If it's like if it's like a see-through dress, I, you know, you have to say something. 
just be like, come on, like, can you just respect me just a little bit here? Like, can you just pretend like you're happy in a relationship? <laughs> like, can you just wear, like, I'm not telling you to wear a turtleneck and I'm not telling you to wear like, you know, uh, what do you call it? The thing that the hijab. Yeah. The hijab. I'm not telling you to cover up like that. No. Like, fucking reveal just a little less because <laughs> I want I want you to feel like you're happy with me and you don't have to show off anything to anybody else but you know it'd be, it'd be subtle like that it just wouldn't it wouldn't be aggressive or anything like that it's just I would just I would ask them how they would feel if say I was hanging out like I was just going out streaking in a neighborhood full of hot chicks and they were all staring like how would that make you feel as my girlfriend? <clears throat> All right. Next question. If your ex-girlfriend or ex-wife had thousands of dollars worth of Bitcoin, but they couldn't remember their password and you remembered the password, would you give them the password or would you be like, you're not my girlfriend or wife anymore, so I don't, I don't owe you anything and take, that thousand, that, uh, take out the thousands of dollars of Bitcoin for yourself? I'm a very honorable person. I like to pride myself on that. And uh, if it's theirs, it's theirs. Like, I, I mean, I, as much as I would love to take, to keep that money for myself and, I don't know, pay off my debts, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't feel human. I would almost feel like a murderer. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I'd feel so much guilt. And that I'm robbing somebody of their stuff just to benefit myself. And that, that doesn't feel good ever. It never, it has never made me feel good in the least. Uh, I mean, there's, there's always that one person that it would make me feel good. And yeah, that one person is at my work. <laughs> I would totally steal his Bitcoin. And yeah, <laughs> but fuck that guy. Anyway, um, no, nah, I wouldn't, if it was my ex, it's even if it was like, if, if it was a messy breakup, I wouldn't, I'd still be like, it's yours. Like, uh, what kind of asshole would I be to keep what's yours? Um, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not that, <clears throat> I'm not that petty. I could be petty, but I'm not that petty. Like, I like to think of myself, like, I, especially with money, when it comes to money, oops, triggered Siri, um, when it comes to money, I just do not care. Like, I don't remember if I ever talked about this on the podcast. I think I've talked about it with a few people, but I'm going to share it on the podcast. I'm going to share this on the podcast. It's an exclusive look into one of my arguments with one of my ex- with with one of my ex-wives, with my ex-wife. <laughs> one of my arguments with my ex-wife because I remembered it. I remember, god damn it. Uh, I remembered it. Uh, a couple of days ago, it, and even though this argument happened, like, right after our divorce, like, she fucking thought she was laying into me. She thought she was fucking, like, tell, tell, pretty much basically telling me I'm a worthless piece of shit. And then she, like, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, guys. So if you know my ex-wife, don't fucking look at her in a different light. We were just arguing. And I think she just wanted to make me feel horrible about myself so uh 
we were having this argument about basically how I never help out with our son because I don't have the money to. Like I am, I am a broke mess, and and you know, I, of course, I'm trying to advance in my career and my dreams and all that shit just to just to get a little bit more money, but money doesn't control me. So what was she saying? She was saying something along the lines of like, I'm, I've always been jealous of her because her money and what she makes at her job. And like, she was just kind of like giving me all these angles. And it just made me, when I saw that, like, you think I've been jealous of you this entire time? Like that was my, that was my reaction. I, and I even texted that. I'm like, you think this was all about money? Like, you think I've been jealous of your money? Like, no, you were my wife and I was extremely proud of you anytime you advanced in your career. And, you know, I like, why would I be jealous of that? No, I envied you because you had the drive to actually get yourself into a spot where you can live more comfortably with your family, I thought. But, you know, and I told her, I was like, right at the end, and I, her reaction cracked me the fuck up because as soon as I said it, it's like it hit the fucking core of her. Um, but I go, but if you believe I've been jealous of you because of your money, that just shows how shallow you've become as a person. That's all I said. I didn't fucking use any vulgar language. I wasn't even like, I wasn't, I was just trying to get that spot, that sweet spot where it would break her down. And, <laughs> Her reaction was fucking priceless because all she could say was, I'm not shallow. (laughs) And it made me laugh. I was like, I fucking got you. I won. And I just like, I just like, I carried on with my day. And it just, it made it like, it filled my heart with so much joy. I'm like, she really thinks I was jealous of her money? Like, no, she made, she made money. She made a shit ton of money when we were together. But I was always proud of her. Um, But again, don't look at her in a different light. Uh, that was just an argument, and I think it was just a what she thought was a passionate argument on her part. And I was like, no, you just put me in a rut here, and I got to claw my way out. But if you really think of it as about money, then that's on you. Like, it's never been about money for me. And I've always been just a person that wants to love what he does and just be happy in life, regardless of money or money or, you know, that what they say in the vows for richer or for poor you know you just i don't fucking care i just want to be happy anyway <laughs> moving on but yeah i just want to air that argument out because i actually thought about it a couple of days ago i was like oh yeah i remember that that made me feel that made me feel so good <laughs> um all right next thing wow i dragged that fucking story on wow okay back had it earning jesus uh arthur series finale will flash forward to grown-up versions of beloved characters pbs's uh pbs kids long-running animated series arthur is set to conclude its 25th and final oh jesus uh final season with four new episodes that culminate in a flash forward revealing grown-up versions of the series beloved characters pbs announced that in July of 2021, that the 25th season of Arthur would be its last. Um, cool. I've never really, I, I knew Arthur. I never really got into it. 
as a kid, as a teenager. I, I mean, I always see the memes, like, especially with his clenched fist. That's pretty funny. Um, I mean, I don't remember any certain memes. It's just a funny to think, like, you know, that you use that meme as a reaction. <clears throat> but, I mean, cool. Good for Arthur. I mean, 25 seasons. Congratulations. That's awesome. I don't know. Uh, I mean, cool that they're flash-forwarding uh, 20-some years later where they're adults. That's cool. Uh, but congratulations to Arthur. I'm sure you'll, you'll still be making money. <laughs> um, all right. Next question. You say you have a best friend, Terrence, and how he is always disappearing, but what if you found out that Terrence was never real and on the podcast and on the podcast, your listeners could just hear you talking to no one. How would you feel? <laughs> and I think that was, that was the question that really like had me rolling. I'm like, dude, that is some Tyler Durden fight club shit. That would be hilarious. Uh, <laughs> uh, Terrence is just my alter ego. I hope Terrence listens to this. Terry. Um, He'll forever be Terry to me, not Terrence. Um, but that would be so trippy. That'd be hilarious. Like, I mean, I would always be like, I don't know, would, would Terrence be my alter ego? Like, yeah, that would be total Fight Club shit. That would be hilarious. I would love to see people's reactions to me acting like I'm talking to somebody in an episode and nobody can hear shit other than and I don't know, other than my genuine reactions to what they're saying um it it just that question really cracked me up the other day angel and that would make me feel psychotic that would make me feel like I should probably just be in a mental institution and not be anywhere near the public for a while until I get Terrence figured out, whether he's gay, whether he's straight, whether he's uh, part of my psyche, whether he's... <laughs> I'm just joking, Terry, if you're listening, by the way. I know you're not gay. You just have gay tendencies. It's okay. <laughs> um, all right, next question. What are your thoughts about fucking time? Shane McMahon relaunching WCW. Uh, good luck, I guess. You know, I'm, I am a, you know, pro wrestling fan, and WCW was a big part of my childhood growing up. Uh, but I don't see it going anywhere, especially with AEW in the mix now, because people are really getting behind AEW, especially me. Like, I'm actually really enjoying what I'm seeing from AEW. Like, I... I always make fun of my dad. Like, even though I'm going to Raw, it, now it's... It was supposed to be that I was going to Raw this past week. Um, first week of February. But they fucking rescheduled it to September, which sucks. Um, you know, I always enjoy going to, a, going to a WWE event. But I'm starting to lose a little interest in it. Because it seems like Vince McMahon just loves circus acts. And the last... I don't know, a few years, there have been a ton of circus acts on WWE. So people are obviously gravitating towards AEW because, 
yeah, there are moments of stupid shit, but it is more focused on the sports entertainment, or I guess the sport of the sports entertainment. Um, and I mean, come on, Angel, have you seen Hook? Hook is the shit. Like, I'm actually a huge fucking fan. Like, he is just a, like, <clears throat> he is a funny looking dude considering he's Taz's son. But the hair cracks me up. His, like, whole, like, New Yorker tough guy gimmick where he's just, he's just not, he's not a kid to be fucked with. And he, he kind of scares me, to be honest. Like, it, I know he would fuck me up. If you, if you see what that kid does in the ring, and yeah, I know wrestling's pre, uh, premeditated and all that shit, but it's like, wow, that kid is impressive, though. Like, the shit that he's doing, and he's, like, fucking up guys that are bigger than me, and he's, like, maybe 170 pounds. He's impressive. And I'm digressing again. Holy shit. Um, <clears throat> I think I digress all the time on this show. Hmm. Um, but now, I think Shane McMahon should just stay retired and not try to go against his dad and definitely not try to go against AEW because he's not going to win. This WCW will be canceled for sure. But we'll see what happens, I guess. Uh, Bender voice actor isn't returning for a new Futurama run after apparently being lowballed by Hulu. Uh, Angel asked, would you still watch this if it was a different voice actor? I was never the biggest Futurama fan, but I enjoyed it whenever I watched it. Like, especially with Bender. Bender is fucking hilarious. I love, anytime I watch Futurama, Bender would be the character I'd want to see. Because he always had me fucking laughing. Um, that sucks if he doesn't return. And I might give it a shot, but, you know, I think he is the reason why Futurama became what it was, to be honest. So, I don't know. It's a long shot if I watch this new series being made, or this new uh, Futurama being made, especially without him. But, who knows? We'll, we'll see what happens. All right. <clears throat> and I think this is the remainder... Oh, the remainder of this is just, I think, random questions. Do fish have a thirst for water? No, I think they have more have a thirst for air. Um, because, you know, sometimes you'll see fish come to the surface just for, like, a brief moment. And <clears throat> it's like they just need that moment of fresh air. And then they're good. Then they're just going down, fucking ramming their valentine. Um, or rimming. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you, this is more of a question for a scientist, dude. I don't know why you ask me these sometimes uh, brain busties. All right. Is there a limit on to how intelligent a single person can be? Um, you know, people say Albert Einstein was the bit, like the most genius guy in the world. And I never really looked into his work to that would uh, justify that. But I think... With that question, it's, it's almost, uh, that's almost like a scary question in a way, because like, I don't want to know everything in the world, and I, I don't know anybody that does. I feel like knowledge is, is nice to have, 
but in like moderation and it's it almost goes back to that uh Adam and Eve story that we've brought up every so often where it's like they eat from the tree of knowledge and <clears throat> it's just scary like like do you really want to know everything or do you really want to be that intelligent or do you really want to be I don't know I don't know where I'm going with this <laughs> but <clears throat> I want to say no, but yes at the same time. Because it's like, it's almost impossible to know everything. About everything. And unless somebody has that much time on their hands. You know, Google's not, Google's going to lie to you. And a lot of things are subjective too, so. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. You're asking a very... Smart question to a very dumb person right now, Angel. All right. Why is sandwich meat round when bread is squared? That is a good question, but there there are, there are round loaves of bread. Like, I do have this round loaf of sourdough in my kitchen right now. And, you know, that is a good question. There are square meats, though. You know, it's just the shit, the shit kind that are square. Like, uh, bar, bar... Is it bar S or bars? Bar S. Um, they have like square ham. <laughs> it's the it's 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 ham, but it's pretty much like shit ham. Um, who is the fifth person on your missed calls? Oh, let me see who that would be. It's probably some sort of uh, rando. So missed calls. Let's see here. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, shit. <laughs> Wait a minute. That number. Why does that number look familiar? So, uh, I'm not going to say it out loud. It's a phone number. Let me check my texts real quick because some of the, my num- numbers I haven't saved. Okay, so, no. Then I don't know who that number is. It's a random number. And... I thought it was somebody from my past. It still might be. Um, but no. <laughs> I don't know. It's just some random phone number. All right. Next question. Jesus, I'm trying to figure out where to go. Uh, if you punch yourself in the face and it hurts, are you weak or strong? Um, I've punched myself in the face numerous times. Uh when I was really, really pissed off at myself. Uh, if it hurts, though, like, I think you know your tolerance. Like, you're not going to fucking beat yourself into a pulp and give yourself, uh, put yourself in a coma from your own fist. Um, <clears throat> I think... I, with that question, I'm, I'm, I think too much on these questions. I think you're you're making yourself strong. It might hurt, but if you like punch yourself to the point where uh, you started crying, you might be a little weak. But no, like you know your threshold, so I think you're strong. That's what I'm gonna say. You're strong. All right, in 2050, 2050. 
what will be the fastest mode of transportation. I want to say airplanes still, but who knows? We might, we might actually legit have flying cars. We will see. What have you forgotten today? Um, what I was going to talk about on the podcast because I didn't have notes. And yeah, like I honestly, going into this episode, I thought I knew what I was going to talk about, but I just completely scrapped it. And I was like, maybe I'll talk about this next week. Maybe I'll do this next week. But there, I do it every day, though. Like I think of topics to talk about. And I don't write them down. I'm a fucking dum-dum. All right. What sound would be the most horrifying if you could hear it? I think I was, that that question interested me, too. Because honestly, like, I think a horrifying sound, I think would... Uh, It would have to be somebody screaming in agony, like they're being tortured. Like, if I were to hear, like, on Hostel, you know, if I were to hear people, like, screaming like that, um, I'd probably start crying, to be honest. Like, because, first off, I would, I would be crying because I know I wouldn't be doing anything. That, I know I wouldn't do anything to help them because I'm a coward. <laughs> I'd probably fucking run. Um... But honestly, like, anybody screaming in agony would be terrifying to me. Like, whether they're being, like, slaughtered or they're, like, I don't know. Just horrific stuff happening to a person and I have to hear it. Like, that would, uh, that would terrify me. Alright. <laughs> what weird smell do you really enjoy? Mine is gas. That is a good one. Yes, gas is the best smell in the world. I think you aren't human if you don't love the smell of gas. Because, seriously, it's fucking... It's almost like you want to drink the stuff because it smells so good. Um, Although, you know, it could kill you. I'm going to say gas too, Angel. It might be lazy of me to say uh, gas, but yeah, gas is a good fucking smell. All right. What's an innocent mistake you made that had dramatic consequences? Um, that's a tough one. Anytime you ask me to reflect in my life, like, that's tough. Because, honestly, I'm a guy that, like, tries to stay in the now and and look forward and then look behind me. <clears throat> but, um... An innocent mistake that I made. It probably had something to do with school, I guess. You know, because no, I don't know, Angel. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on that one. I don't I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to come back on that one. Um so let's just move forward. <laughs> um, what would you do if your parents didn't like your partner, aka your girlfriend? Because it's okay it's still okay to say girlfriend or boyfriend. But in my case, a girlfriend. Um, but, you know, I'm not dogging on anybody that calls their person a partner. It's just, I like to, I'm old school. I like the, having a girlfriend. Um, what would I do if my parents didn't like them? Uh, I'd probably listen. 
because I have a horrible track record of not listening and them being right. <laughs> like, anytime. Like, they'd be like, yeah, we don't, we don't know about this girl. She seems kind of sketchy. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about, mom and dad. Oh, she's perfect. She's, she's the love of my life. And then, like, a week later, we broke up. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I, I think I would have to listen. Although, I will say they liked my ex-wife. My dad, not so much anymore because my dad has my back. But, <laughs> like, my stepmom still talks to my ex-wife. Um, but, um, so my dad my dad and my stepmom kind of got that one wrong. But I'd probably still listen to them because, you know, I don't need to hear that shit. I just want, I just want everybody to like my girlfriend and... If my parents didn't, I'd probably just be like, all right, well, I'm going to call it quits then. Um, What would you do if your future girlfriend or wife doesn't like your female friends? Would you stop talking to your friends? No. I, I'm Honestly, I went on a date the other night, guys, and I flat out told this girl straight up. I'm like, hey, by the way, I have a best friend that's a girl, and... She's like, cool, I have a best friend that's a guy, and we aren't allowed to talk because his wife hates me. I'm like, oh, that's fucked up, uh, but cool to know. And, yeah, my friend, my best friend is a girl. We have no history. We've never had a history like that. It's always been platonic. And she's like, cool. It's like, okay, so if I found out that like my future girlfriend or wife doesn't like Alicia be like cool she's not going anywhere because we're still gonna go to metal shows we're still gonna fucking have drinks we're still gonna go to her family things we're gonna hang out if you don't like it you don't have to come (laughs) and if it causes us to separate cool but this girl saved my life and what did he do you just fucked me (laughs) literally and uh figuratively you know, you take my things and, you know, you, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, all right, next question. Oh, what if your female friends have a boyfriend that doesn't like you? Would you t- talk to your friend and say, hey, we've been best friends for so long that you shouldn't have to choose? Uh, or would you disappear so your female friend can be happy? <laughs> Honestly, that wouldn't be on me. That would be, like, the only real female friend I'm talking about here is Alicia. I, she's told me, like, it doesn't matter. Like, like she's told me she's had my back. And if, like, she had a boyfriend down the road that didn't like me, she'd be like, tough shit. Like, this is my best friend. But, I mean, it's on her. I, I, I would have to respect her decision either way. If she didn't, if she wanted to make him happy and put our friendship to the side, I can't do anything about that. That's, I'd want her to be happy and it would bum me out because I wouldn't have a friend to go to metal shows with and talk to about metal and podcasts and my podcast because <laughs> she'll, she'll send me some shit from time to time. Um, it'd bum me out, but I'd want her to be happy and I'd want her to choose what she wants to do 
uh, to make her happy. All right. Was your ex-wife ever jealous or ever say don't hang out with any of your female friends? Um, towards the end of our divorce, towards the end of our marriage, there was, she'd over the years always been a big friend of Alicia's. Like basically Alicia was my friend, but it was also her friend. Like those two got along like no other. And, but towards the end of our marriage, my like before I even knew that my my ex-wife wanted to separate she made a little remark about I don't know I don't remember what we were talking about but she was like I always let you go to your shows with your girlfriend I was like where the fuck did that come from like are you jealous of Alicia like what what is this like and (laughs) I don't know like maybe she thought I was like flirting with Alicia or something and yeah I've sent Alicia flirty things, but it was never, like, I knew Alicia would never jump on it. <laughs> like, it's not like I'm going to sit there and be like, hey, you want to do this shit on the side? No. Like, I know Alicia would always be like, fuck off. <laughs> but, no, my ex-wife, I don't know. I don't, maybe she saw something and thought Alicia and I were doing a thing on the side, and it's like, uh, that's all I can think of. But, uh but it was just like a little subtle jab and I was like, whatever. Like she, she never told me like I couldn't hang out with Alicia and, but towards the end there, maybe there was some sort of jealousy and it's all good because like, I don't think Alicia will re- ever respect my ex-wife ever again after, you know, forcing me to go, not forcing me, but, uh, basically forcing me out of my ex-wife's life and having me go live with her. Like, I know Alicia doesn't regret taking me in. It's just, she's probably like, this bitch, like, fucked with my best friend. Uh, Yeah, that was interesting. Uh, Did your ex-wife ever dislike any of of your friends? If yes, please explain. And how did you deal with it? No, my ex-wife got along with everybody. She loved my friends like that are guys, Matt and Terry. She loved Alicia. She loved Brandy. She got along. Those were those that's my circle of friends, by the way, guys. Like, I don't have that many friends. <laughs> but she got along with everybody, and everybody loved her. But over the last two years, she's become a different person, and that's fine. Like it's it's her life now, <clears throat> but she lost the, the respect of a lot, like a good chunk of my friends. <laughs> um, and I don't think she gives a shit. But all right, next question. On your last episode, you said something amongst the long, along the lines of if you had a lot of money, you would stay in at an apartment and not really use it. <clears throat> Do you ever think that God gives certain people the gift of being rich to certain people because they can deal with it and with you? He does not make you rich because he knows you might blow it somehow. Note, I said certain people because I know there are some people are there are some not some not so nice rich people. Um let's see here. Uh well the first thing, like, yeah, I, I would live a low key lifestyle. Honestly. And I mean if God is trying to teach me a lesson, it's fine. I I wish I could be gifted with a lot of money, 
But it's like I said, money's not my, not money's not a drive for me on anything. It's more just my happiness that is a drive for me. And God does give certain people riches. Like with my ex girlfriend, like she didn't have a job, but she's a fucking hustler. Like, and and I'm not a bad hustler. She, she like, she does this thing with the church, and she pretty much gets got money from under the table doing like estate sales and she was making bank like she like so much money and I was envious of her because she found a passion she found what makes her happy and it had to do with the church and basically was tax free (laughs) but she was making bank and I was proud of her and like I just wish if anything I just wish God gave me a good gift to excel at and you know possibly make a good living off of you know right now I'm doing free shows and stand-up comedy and I like I'm happy that I'm doing it it's making me smile knowing that I can make people laugh and I'm doing this podcast for literally pennies and I'm happy that I'm doing it like I wish I could pull in more listeners I wish I could pull in more money but it's not a drive for anything. Like, it is just, like, that my happiness is more important, honestly. Um, but I don't know, like, if he's trying to teach me a lesson, like, he's not giving me money because maybe I would blow it. And I mean, I don't know. I, w- I know I would help out a lot of people. If I, if I had millions of dollars, I know for sure I would help out a lot of people. Alicia included, like, like I would have to help out Alicia for I owe I owe that woman my life for you know living with her for a year and you know when she didn't when she didn't have to take me in but she is such a good friend and I honestly would treat her if I ever pulled that, that any kind of money and of course I would treat my parents and my sister and my mom and you know important people in my life uh, but who knows maybe God. It's just not going to make me rich or anything or make me have a lot of money. And that's okay because it's not, it's not, uh, it doesn't add value to my life in my opinion. I just know like I would spoil more people than myself, like especially my son. (laughs) Um, What's the best conspiracy theory you can think that uh, best conspiracy theory you can make up on the spot? Ooh, January 6th was really just lizard people uh, that were trying to make Trump look bad so Nancy Pelosi can invade Russia and (laughs) I don't fucking know. (laughs) I don't know. Like that was a conspiracy theory I can make up. So Joe Biden's son hunter biden loves crack so much that he petitioned to his dad that we give free crack pipes well no that's actually happening that's not a conspiracy theory that's actually happening Uh, the u.s government giving out like millions of dollars in crack pipes for black people and republicans are racist come on people (laughs) all right Oh, we're coming down to the last few. If you were forced into a dance competition, what song would you choose to dance to? 
Um, oh God, I am not a good dancer at all. I make white people, make white guys look good when I dance. Um, what song would I dance to? Honestly, like I'd have to go with like a Darko song because there are just some grooves in that metal band where it's like, it's impossible not to dance to. And I'm, I know I would fail immediately. I know I wouldn't even make it into like a top. <laughs> I, w- I would not be a finalist in any way with dancing. With dancing. All right, what scrambles my br- your brain every time you think about it? All your questions, man. <laughs> like that scrambles my brain more than anything. Um, but. What scrambles my brain every time you think... What scrambles your brain every time you think about it? Uh, that certain guy that's at work, why he's still there. Uh, that scrambles my brain. Angel's questions scramble my brain. My dad's love for politics scrambles my brain. I don't know. That's really it. Did you ever use hard drugs? If yes, please explain how you felt and what made you stop. I actually talked about this to somebody a while, a few weeks back. But, yes, in high school, I pretty much tried everything. I did coke. I had a stint with meth for um, only like a week with meth. I smoked weed. I I did cough syrup. That was trippy as fuck, but that makes you impotent, guys, so do not do cough syrup. And especially don't like, don't do cough syrup and then have girls over and make out with them. Because, seriously, you won't be able to do anything. Um, but I did stop very, very young. And because I noticed I was becoming something I didn't want to become. And it, 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 was a, it was a huge overcorrection. Because, honestly, like, I was doing all that stuff just to find, out, find all that out. But then I became a total, like, stickler for, like, being good and not being about drugs. And kind of shaming people that were, like, into pot and into drinking. And I, I, it didn't feel right as I got older. I was like, oh, shit. Like, if you just do the shit in moderation, it's not that bad. I'm, st- I'm actually thinking about doing shrooms now. Like, since they're, since they're legal, it's a psychedelic. And I heard it's awesome like i haven't done shrooms since high school but <laughs> i think it wasn't even that good honestly i don't just, i don't remember the trip being that crazy it was just fucking weird um now the only thing i never did was acid and heroin really but you know there's probably a lot of things nowadays that i haven't done like dmt i have to look into what dmt is um but no, I did a, a few like I did some wild shit in high school, and I'm glad I I'm glad I grew from it. But you know, and especially I'm glad that I learned to just do things in moderation. Like I'll occasionally smoke weed again. I did it on New Year's Eve. I talked about it on the podcast, and that was a lot of fun. But what was hilarious because I do not smoke weed like ever. What was so fucking funny about that though? was the guy's reaction because he asked me if I wanted a hit of the joint. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Yes. And I, he, I told him, I was like, I don't smoke like ever. It's been years since I last smoked weed. And I'm fucking like just taking down this joint. And he's like, he looked at me and he was like, he even asked, he's like, so you don't smoke, huh? I was like, oh no, not at all. 
And he's he almost like looked at me like I'm full of shit. Like he he knows I'm like I smoke weed all the time. I'm like, no, I really don't. I do not smoke weed. And it's just I had to let go of a lot of shit and have fun. And it's okay to do that once in a while. I'm there's no shame in smoking weed. Like whether you do it every day, like or if you do it once in a blue moon, it's fine. It's okay to drink alcohol, it's just don't be an alcoholic. Like it's I know it's easier said than done for a lot of people because yeah, addiction happens. But I'm glad I'm not in that bunch because I know it's a rough road for any addicts out there. All right. And we are wow, holy shit. We are this is going to be a long ass episode. I'm glad I did this in two segments again. <laughs> but let's see here. We are at the last question. Angel asked, would you ever take back someone who cheated? You know, that was actually the the question that I was excited to answer to because I had to think real long and hard on that. And it really just depends on the situation. Because, like, yes, I've been cheated on. And, yes, I've cheated. Um, and it sucks. Like, it, both times it actually hurts. Like, even if I, when I did the cheating, I I. I left that situation feeling like the worst person in the world. And it didn't it didn't make me feel good at all. Like it made me feel good for the time being, but yeah, you know, afterwards it's the it's the aftermath that really gets you. And um it's not worth it, but depending on who it is and what the situation is, because I feel like yeah, mistakes happen. I've made a shit ton of mistakes in my life and who am I to say, like, who am I to fucking say, like, fuck this person, they they aren't worth my time anymore because they did this shit. Um, because most likely I cheated on them too. <laughs> so, uh, I'm not saying that I'm a serial, serial cheater here, guys, but I was just a dumbass. And... Uh, it like it depends on who and what the situation is. Like, if they really mean anything to me, possibly. If not, no, fuck off. Like, that's it. That's it. What a way to end Angel's Corner on a Valentine's Day special. Uh, <laughs> right near Valentine. Thank you, Angel, for the questions. And again, people, help this guy out. He needs it. Because he asked some of the most craziest questions, and I would love to, I don't know, answer answer something crazier, or I don't know, if you even need advice from a dumb fuck like this guy, ask ask for advice. I'll, I'll try to direct you. I'm not saying you you have to listen. Just I'll I'll try to help you out. All right, and with that, I'm going to end this episode and. Happy Valentine's Day to all any lovers out there. Again, go ram your Valentine. Go celebrate the Super Bowl and ram your Valentine hard and long. And, you know, rim them too while you're at it. (laughs) But on that note, I'm going to get out of here. And I will talk to you next week. Have a good week. I'll talk to you later. God bless you guys. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Still Waiting Podcast. Please do not forget 
to go like, share, and subscribe to the show, and go review it. Let me know how I'm doing. It means nothing to you, but means everything in the world to me. Um, But thank you guys. Take care.